Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And that's and that brings up the second part of this, which we focused a lot on Jimbo's response, and rightfully so, because it was the, you know, flaming, scathing audio, right? That was, you know, Saban's was sixty seconds, Jimbo's was ten minutes, but it, I think the piece that is interesting to me is what motivates someone like Nick Saban in his position in his time period of where he is in his career to say this. This is almost like throwing the gasoline on the floor right before you light the match and walk out the front door for the last time, right? I think what this is, this was his, I think in his own mind, he thought this out. It just didn't come out of him. But something during that day set him off. Now, again, I've been around him. I've done junkets with him and been around him. It don't take much sometimes, okay? (laughs) Uh, to, to get the valves clicking. And I think he was playing to the crowd of, hey, if you guys don't understand what's going on, I'm going to explain it to you. And we need to do a better job with this name, image, likeness, setup. And that that's the crowd he was playing to, uh, to that Alabama crowd. It had nothing to do with anything else. But he crossed the line being personal with Texas A&M, Fisher, Dion, Jackson State. And that is something you rarely ever have seen in college sports at all. Mm-hmm. There's been dislike amongst coaches, and privately they have told you things about other coaches. Uh, but, man, to do it publicly, and for Nick to be the one to do it, that was the surprise to me. That's what's so interesting now, to me. If he's the czar of, co- of college football, I get it. Okay, if, you, if you're running the NCAA, I get it. But you're not. You're the head coach at Alabama. Mm-hmm. That, there's a difference there. And uh, I think that's what set off a, two very emotional guys. And because Nick is... And so is Jimbo. You know, the coolest one of the bunch was Dion. He, he, he handled it as well as anybody. But he comes from the best position, Mike. And I think it's because for Dion and Jackson State, everyone hears Nick Saban say something about A&M. And, you know, I guess because of their relationship with Jimbo and the fact that it's two SEC West teams and they're actually competing now on 
more of a level playing field than ever before. It's still not level, but it's more level than it's ever been for A&M and Alabama. Jackson State's this weird third-party innocent bystander, and everyone's going, who cares about Jackson State football? Why are you talking? You're Alabama. Why is Jackson State and Dion even in your mouth? Yeah, that that was the other part that sort of surprised me, too. Now, again, is Nick thinking about, well, man, if things go south in, in Tallahassee, I might be having to go up against, now even though they're different conferences, I might have to be going up against Dion mm-hmm. if he becomes the head coach at Florida State in recruiting. So, you know, one thing with Nick, he's pretty calculated about what he's what he's going to do and how he's going to do it. Uh, but, uh, again, it, it was really a surprise to me. No one nicked the way I have throughout the years, and not that I, I know him very well today, but when he was here, uh, we saw bits and pieces of that very emotional, hot-headed Nick Saban. And he was on a journey uh, to win LSU a national championship. And that that was his deal, that he was going to win it, uh, you know, one way or another. And, and he got it done. But there were times that you wondered a little bit, you know, how he handled – and you heard it from players, you heard it from assistants, uh, his really pushed to the brink theory uh, that uh, I guess today he still does. Now, again, this is a much younger Nick Saban uh, than what you're talking about today. Yeah. But, man, uh, I, I think what his biggest fear is, because I think if everybody was truthful and you said, okay, Name me the team in the SEC you fear the most uh, that could potentially catch Alabama over the next five to seven years if everything goes right for them. I, I, I bet you every SEC coach would say Texas A&M mm-hmm. because of the money, because of the facilities, the players in the state of Texas, uh, proximity of crossing over, and grabbing guys from Louisiana, Arkansas, Oklahoma is real simple. You know, it's not a long run for them. And with a talent base like what they have in Texas, I think there's a great fear of that. And and I've been told that by more than one head coach in the SEC, that if it ever was right and everything was right, A&M would be a very feared team because of the setup. Yeah. And I think Nick starts to see it now. Not only is it to his east, you know, in Georgia, but it's also now to his west. Here's my question I'll ask you. LSU wins the national championship in 2019, maybe the greatest season ever uh, for a one-year one run. Did you ever hear him really talk nope. anything close that way about no. LSU? Because no. he knew it wasn't sustainable. Yeah. Because he knew who the coach was. Yeah, and I think he he knew enough about the setup at LSU mm-hmm. that it wasn't just Coach O. I think he knew there were some things bubbling in the background yeah. that also was going to help uh, that situation also. He didn't react that way about LSU. Not at all. It was like a comet 
that had passed in the night. Yeah, but he's oh, always been he's always been at edges with Kirby at Georgia, and now he's clearly at odds with Jimbo Fisher at A and M. We're talking to Mike Detillier, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans. On the Corona Premier Guest Line, this is the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. All right, let me ask you this then, Mike, to piggyback off of this. Is Saban's demonstrative attitude in part more because he understands that he's got less time and secondly because, as you just mentioned, the ironic nature of him asking about parity, there's never parity in college football, but it does seem like there's maybe a few more halves in the conversation in the SEC than have recently been is that your thoughts on that uh yeah parody is a pipe dream yeah <laughs> okay come on uh, that that's ridiculous him talk him talking about parody okay this is the same guy in his first press conference uh at lsu talked about one of the big reasons he took the job at lsu was the fact that lsu was the big dog in the state and that when he was at michigan state that wasn't going to be the case Okay, so he's talking about parody, and he's not, you know, and then he uses it as a, an excuse or a reason, one of the reasons he left Michigan State to come to LSU. So, so he uses it when he needs to. It's, uh, you know, and that, that's just the way it is uh, with him. So the parody part, he, he's, he's just whistling in the wind. There's always going to be the halves and the half-nots uh, in, co- in college sports. That's all. Now, some of the names may change, and what's interesting is who has really jumped in feet first with the name, image, likeness deals have been teams that have a fervent fan base. They have people with money that back them. And they want to win, and they don't understand why they're not winning now. When you look at Texas A&M, Texas, USC, Tennessee, Nebraska, they all have that same element in place, every one of them, where they got money, they got a fervent fan base, they have a situation where they want to win now. <laughs> they got a certain alumni part that don't understand why they're not playing for a national championship every year. And so their setup for name, image, likeness was ahead of a lot of other people. And, and Nick doesn't like the fact that now Money and alumni get involved are now heavily involved with some of those other programs. Mm-hmm. He sees it just like I see it, and everybody else sees it who covers college football. That you know, it has sort of stoked that base. Now, can those schools piece it together, and will it be sustainable? That will. That's the other part. The thing that's made Nick unbelievable is he's been sustainable throughout all that time yeah. where he's cursed and stomped his feet and screamed about every little change in college football since he took over at Alabama. Yeah, no, it's it's the longevity of success is interesting, but I think, like you said, 
he becomes more demonstrative as he sees that window getting smaller and smaller. Mike Dettelier, WWL Radio TV New Orleans, on the Corona Premier Guest Line. As always, Mike, incredible stuff. We appreciate it. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. We'll see Mike next week, Tuesday at 830. It's always a good time with Mike Dettelier on the Corona Premier Guest Line. I mean, mm, the drama. It goes back decades. Jimbo and Saban. What's next? Who, who's going to say the next dumb thing? Gosh, I love this sport. Hour three coming up next. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.